श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गाधर श्रीवासादि गौर भक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे कंटिन्यूइंग पूजा लेक्चर yesterday some devotees expressed the perception of some that i am strict but actually if you want a guru who is not strict then you don't want a guru guru is supposed to tell you what you should do and what you shouldn't do and if he doesn't then what's the meaning blessing machine here's something you shouldn't do which is to chant rounds during class those who are chanting rounds are requested to divert their hearing toward the class well i guess the one lady there at the back doesn't understand english anyway she could go to the relevant translation right next to you the shrita shrinivas these ladies at the back they don't if they want to hear they could go and hear the translation whichever one is appropriate for them yeah about uh strictness and instruction maybe i'm stressing some things more than shrila prabhupada did you could could be said that closely following shrila prabhupada not closely following one way is to uh not do what he says and maybe another way is to put more stress on things that he than that he said than he shrila prabhupada personally did for instance i probably put more stress on wearing devotee clothes than shila prabhupada did so that might be considered somewhat fanatical but i'll just explain that to you when shila prabhupada was personally present among us it was widely understood and accepted and practiced that devotees wore devotee clothes and it was uncommon that an initiated devotee would for instance go into the temple room wearing shorts or some dirty old jeans or some t-shirt with some ridiculous motive on it but that's quite common nowadays so i'm that's just an example i'm stressing on a point maybe more than shila proper did because the the need is more than previously shila proper does he often stressed himself someone might request these 
this gentleman at the back who's got his hand in his bead bag and is shaking it a bit, that uh, he might want to listen to the class, for which he might have to go elsewhere for the translation. He probably has to go somewhere else to hear the translation. Yeah, um, Srila Prabhupada stressed that he is the founder Acharya of Islam. Mm. And I would like to advise my disciples to always take shelter within Iskon. Now and after my departure from this world. However, we often find that in certain areas where ISKCON is functioning or under the uh, supervision of certain leaders within ISKCON, it's the, the shelter isn't very sheltering. It's not always very sheltering, unfortunately. You don't know about that much, Divya Prane, because you're in Dubai where the leader is amazingly Krishna conscious and nourishing to all the devotees. One of the best leaders I know. Srivala. So, uh, but anyway, I, I don't want to go on and on about this. We've talked about it in various seminars, realities of ISKCON today and so on. Um, find good association. Try and find good association within ISKCON. If you, that's the great boon of human life, if we can get that. By getting good association, we can cross over the ocean of birth and death. Um, apart from the sometimes lack of shelter or lack of nourishment that is sometimes some places it's like that um, there are also various deviations from what Srila Prabhupada has given yesterday that was mentioned Vasudev Prabhu Vasudev Datta Prabhu mentioned that there was what was unthinkable uh, that the uh, GBC body passed a resolution to add explanations of some of Srila Prabhupada's controversial statements within his books. In other words, to add their own interpretation, which is very dangerous. So it just shows the point that they, uh, our movement, like 
any other religious movement within this perverse material world is quite capable of very seriously deserting the teachings of its founder and betraying them. So, yeah, remain faithful to ISKCON, but there might be a limit to, I mean, we shouldn't be faithful to, if, if for instance, there are offenses to Srila Prabhupada, and it's not that we just have to, we definitely shouldn't blindly follow whatever is cooked up in the less than transcendental pressure cooker of perverse minds. I just heard one. Vyasa Puja, we sell it with praising Srila Prabhupada. The latest brilliant theory making the rounds is that well, maybe Srila Prabhupada is not a Nitya Siddha. So, there you go. So, otherwise, how could he admit? I don't know. I, what's the implication of that? We can judge. I guess whoever says that, they, they, they consider themselves a Nitya Siddha because they can consider better. So, yeah, he said many things. But many things we don't agree with. So, he must be wrong. I guess that's the implication. So... I don't think there's much need to. Maybe at some point we have to write a paper or explain why Srila Prabhupada Nitya Siddha and not a conditioned soul who somehow or other was struggling to chant his rounds and then he went through Anartha Nivriti and he gave up all his material attachments and gradually became a pure devotee. I don't think we need to. But there may be a need for that also, because it's just like Mayavad. It's so, it's so completely nonsensical. There are a lot of people who think that it's right. And therefore the Vaishnava Acharyas have expended much energy and written innumerable books establishing the reality of the personality of Godhead, the reality of the jiva different to and subordinate to the personality of Godhead, the eternality of that relationship. So, if you think about it, there's really no more nonsense theory in the whole world than... Brahma Satyam Jagan Nitya. The, the spiritual is real and this world is false. But people are in Maya. They have a false conception of life. Therefore they think it's true. They're actually convinced that it's true. So it may be necessary. Maybe in not a very short time. Actually, Anyway, I won't get into that. I, I hope you are not under the impression that Srila Prabhupada was, just happened to somehow or other become Krishna conscious.
So, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I do speak explicitly like that. I think it's my duty as a guru to tell you that. It's my duty to tell you what is right and what is wrong. And it's not, it's by no means guaranteed that just if you have a sign iskon in the door that everything inside must be right. So it's not, uh, you may think, well, that diminishes people's faith in ISKCON, but we should have faith in that which is real, not have faith in that which is unreal. Even if, this, it's not the sign that makes it real. Just like, it, it's not the, it's not the uh, title that makes someone a guru or a sannyasi. It has to be, you have to actually have the quality. Yeah, that's that. Because a guru, because a person speaks the truth, he's a guru. Not that because he's got a, an institutional approval, guru, that whatever he says is true. That's the misunderstanding. Common misunderstanding that people have. So, uh, Talking about myself again. Uh, this is, of course, a preaching movement. Srila Prabhupada's Iskon. Prabhupada also sometimes quoted the English saying, Charity begins at home. <laughs> so, it's preaching within our movement. Actually, Srila Prabhupada said that. On one occasion, he said that, uh, I believe it's in one letter, Srila Prabhupada said that the sannyasis should preach to the devotees and the devotees should preach to the general public. But I think that's more in the West, where in the West, the, the level of preaching is very simple. Very, very simple. You can't imagine living in India. How rudimentary the preaching has to be. And also people have no idea what is a sannyasi. So Whereas the role of sannyas is a useful tool for preaching in India and among devotees in the West, some of them. Uh, so, yeah, charity begins at home. Srila Prabhupada said that once when uh, some at, in in one airport where Srila Prabhupada was being received, a devotee brought some prasad and started distributing it to all the public. And, and Prabhupada said that you can distribute it to our devotees. And the devotee who's distributing the prasad and said that, well, they get prasad all the time. Prabhupada. And Prabhupada said, charity begins at home. <laughs> so he wanted that. On that occasion, he wanted the prasad and distributed to the. <clears throat> to the devotees who are present there. So, yeah, before ISKCON is to save the world, we, ISKCON has to be fit. It's not just that we're spreading Krishna consciousness, but it shouldn't be spread so thinly that we can't even recognize it. There should be 
the movement should be strong, as Srila Prabhupada stressed, that if the devotees, they follow the four regulated principles, chant minimum 16 rounds daily, rise early, follow all these programs, then that will be the spiritual strength. Otherwise, to spread widely in and of itself is meaningless. There are so many Shri Shri's and Babas and they have a wide, I won't say following because there's really not much to follow, but they're, they're widely known and popular. And many people consider them their followers, but there's no, no benefit whatsoever. So we have to make our own society strong. And when people come, we're, we're distributing books, we're holding programs, we want people to come and take to Krishna consciousness. But it's not just a matter of sticking a bead bag in their hand and getting them to mumble or somehow or other move their fingers so that the mala goes around 16 times and in the meantime some kind of sound comes out of their mouth and then you initiate them. That's not our aim. We want people to be Krishna conscious. We want them to understand what they're doing, why they're doing and then they'll remain doing what they're doing. So, there's consideration of quality and quantity. So both are important. It's not that people have to be a Paramahamsa Mahabhagavat before they're ready for initiation. Anyone who's steady and at least somewhat steady. It's seen in course of time in applying themselves to this process. They should uh, be accepted for initiation. But at the same time, we should understand that they're not going to remain steady unless they are really committed to the process. That has to be seen. Uh, some strictness is... Liberality and strictness, both are required. We shouldn't be so liberal that we just initiate every living being that comes within the course of our two eyes, as sometimes happens. We shouldn't be so strict that, like I said, you have to be practically uh, ready to go back to Godhead before you get initiated. So quality and quantity, uh, we want to give people a solid basis in Krishna consciousness so that they can advance better be satisfied in Krishna consciousness. They can be satisfied. If if devotees are actually practicing Krishna consciousness, then they will be satisfied in Krishna consciousness. If they're not actually satisfied, they're not actually practicing, then they'll be their mind will be disturbed in so many ways. 
So if devotees are actually practicing and understanding Srila Prabhupada's mission, then they'll become productive members of this mission. Productive means that they won't, of themselves, they won't be satisfied simply to sit at home and do a little bhajan, but they themselves will feel the urge to go out and distribute this knowledge or take part in the distribution of this knowledge. Rupa Goswami prayed for many tongues and ears to relish Harinam. Srila Prabhupada provided many tongues and many ears to Rupa Goswami by making or bringing so many people into Krishna consciousness. They're all Rupanugas, followers of Rupa Goswami. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Ekale Malaka Ami Kaha Kaha Jabo. I'm just one person. How many places can I go to? So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who, is this, who of course can expand himself in many forms, he was saying, I need helpers. And actually he does. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu expands himself as his devotees. Srila Prabhupada is an expansion of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu inasmuch as he's carrying the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has three manifestations, Sakshat, Avesh and Avibhav, his direct presence. He is personally entering the body of someone and he's empowering someone. So, Srila Prabhupada was empowered with the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and therefore acted in a manner which only uh, Bhagavan himself or a, a person imbued with the same power as Bhagavan in a certain matter, in the matter of preaching, is able to do. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu expands himself through his devotees for preaching. And Srila Prabhupada also expressed that I'm just one old man, he said. How much can I do? So he sent devotees out and in this way they helped him in various ways. And the Krishna conscious movement spread wonderfully all over the world. So devotees, they go on serving the mission of Srila Prabhupada. Then they will be empowered by the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which he is carrying. Otherwise, uh, if devotees simply quarrel among themselves and it may be something like the Yadu Vangsha. They, they become, even though they are members of Krishna's family, they become a burden on the earth. 
rather than the rather than benefiting the earth they become a burden on the earth so i request all of you to not just think what you can do for your own spiritual advancement so many times devotees come and ask how can i make advancement actually it's not that I mean, the process itself is not that difficult or complicated that we have to keep on going on asking. It's a very simple and straightforward process. Application, that's up to us. But the process itself is very simple. But rather, instead of thinking all the time, how can I make advancement? Better to think that, how can we help others to come to krishna consciousness and if we do that then automatically we ourselves become benefited so we should all become arms legs fingers eyes or in shila prabhupad said that iskon is his body so we all have various functions to perform in the, the universal form of Srila Prabhupada. Someone gave that example in the one Vyasa Puja offering. It's figurative, don't take it as a don't take it as a fact. But uh, there are many services to be to be performed and within within Srila Prabhupada's family there are so many Subfamilies, and you're all in my subfamily, and then you you should also go out and make your own families of devotees, expand the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Srila Prabhupada once after initiating, I believe it was in New York, he was walking back to the apartment he was staying in, he wasn't staying in the temple, he said, We have increase the sampradaya of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, I request you to assist in Srila Prabhupada's service. You may also assist me in my service to Srila Prabhupada. Just like Rupa Goswami was praying for many ears and tongues, so I also need many arms to help. There's a lot of work to do. Of course, you're going to get arms and be like Banasura and just so many arms, but they're just troublesome. And Krishna had to come and... Well, even if Krishna was to... You see, Krishna cut off Banasura's arms because he was causing so much trouble with them. But he left two, because Banasura was a devotee of Lord Shiva, who was very dear to Krishna, Krishna left Banasura with two arms. And then Banasura used those two arms to beat the drum for Lord Shiva to dance to. So 
instead of having many arms which were causing trouble, he got reduced to two arms and then he did some service. So, the intent to perform service is the essence. It's not, it's not a matter of having many followers or many arms, but the intent to perform service. So Krishna would have left Banasura's arms on if he hadn't wanted to beat up everybody with them, and make a nuisance of himself. So we sh sh should all try to expand our activities in a manner that is pleasing to Krishna. And many things to do. Many, many. Those whose minds are attuned to the need for preaching can see that there's so much work to do. There's so much it's almost overwhelming. Ahani, ahani, bhutani, gachandiha, yamalayam. Every day, so many people are going, dying, without knowledge of Krishna. Every day there's a disaster. And so many people are, have they attained this human form of life in the period when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan movement is active, but they don't hear about Krishna. They don't take interest in Krishna. And they die uselessly. So devotees have to try to help them. We may not be able to do everything immediately, but we, sh whatever we can, we should try to do something. There's so much work to do. Apart from going out directly and preaching, uh, there's, also, there's a lot of backup work to do, just like publishing books. If the books aren't published, then how can they be distributed? Making farm communities so that people, when they come to Krishna Consciousness, they can live in association of devotees in a, in a simple manner. They don't have to work long hours, under stress, in bad association. They can live simply in association with devotees, uh, get some uh, fresh air, and take healthy foodstuffs, nice prasadam instead of all this rotten, genetically mutilated, poison-filled food, although they call it food, which is uh, the norm nowadays. So there's huge amount of work to do. In Gurukul, it's another of Srila Prabhupada's important projects which has become almost not only forgotten, but uh, it's just like the jiva becomes covered by maya. So within our society, our gurukuls have become covered by mundane schools in the name of gurukul. So that's apart from Gurukul Maharaj's Gurukul in Mayapur, I mean, everyone else is just 
given up on that, but that requires to be established all over the world. Actual education. Instead of education, how to be a fool, how to be a shudra, how to go to hell. Ed actual education. Komara acharet pragyo dharman bhagavataneha durlabham manusham janma tadapya dhruvam artadam. From the beginning of life, training should be there in bhagavat dharma. One who is very intelligent, actually intelligent, can see the need for that. Because people are not intelligent. Because people are foolish. They think the need is to train my child to become a normal person, which means a fool and a rascal. If he doesn't have a good education, then how will he live? So we'll send him to a school where they teach all kinds of nonsense and... Uh, Maybe they're vegetarian. Or maybe they even chant Hare Krishna for ten minutes a day. And then they just teach you all nonsense the rest of the day. But that's not Gurukul. Gurukul means to learn about Krishna. Gurus don't teach how to go to hell. How to get a, some certificate that you are a certified mlecher. This is your certificate. Ready to go. So this, all these are required immediately, not only immediately, years ago, all these things should be going on. So, there is much work to do on many fronts. I'm also, my main thrust of my service is also writing books, so that also requires much help. It's not everyone that can do that. It requires a certain, certain studious and surrendered mentality to do that because it's a lot of work making books. I, 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 those who have not done it, especially making uh, well-researched books, of course, Anyone with, a, with an imaginative flair can write some stream of consciousness poems. Or just, in other words, whatever just comes out of your mind, you can write it down. But uh, well-researched and carefully presented books takes much time, much research, much thought, much patience. And it's not really that much fun. So, those who can help with that, uh, translating also. There's so much service to do in that regard. Those who can help with that, please do so. Last year, there's uh, Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Vaibhav. This book came out. And that was a major breakthrough in as much as um, yeah, it's a major 
a major work because Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur is a major person. Understanding Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, or even just hearing about his message and personality and mission, that is very important for the whole world and especially for devotees who are supposed to be following in his parampara. Srila so, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, along with, of course, Srila Prabhupada, have always, since my early days in Krishna consciousness or in my practice of Krishna consciousness, have always been my most inspirational figures. And... Uh, role models, I may not follow them very well and I have to be careful not to imitate but to follow, but they are my role models. Uh, so you might see something of, I hope, after all these years that of attempting to follow Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, you might see something of him in me and maybe understand me a bit better because sometimes some of my disciples doubt some of the things I do or how I deal with people as I wrote in the preface, I think it was, or introduction to Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Vaibhav, that you can't expect everyone to like this book, that some people will say I've been too extreme, or others will say, or, or too uh, overly exposed, or yeah, overly exposing the, what might be perceived as the faults of others. And others will say, well, you, you covered it up. It's a matter of perspective. So, what is that? Sarvachite aradite nari, something like that. I, I, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, the writer of Chaitanya Charitamrita says, can't please everyone. <laughs> that's uh, the nature of this world that you can't please everyone and if you try to please everyone you'll probably end up pleasing no one so we should try to please Krishna yeah at that point sometimes some of my disciples they, they doubt the way I deal with certain of my other disciples and should have smashed him What's wrong with? But then we see that uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsaritako, who was uh, very outspoken in his, uh, he would talk very openly about 
disciples who are cheating him, but then in personal dealings he was, uh, he could be very flexible and accommodating also. Sometimes to the point that his disciples, they're also surprised. Why are, why are you allowing this to go on? <clears throat> so, yeah, that's, as I was saying, this Bhaktisthan Saraswati, this book on him is, it's a major breakthrough that even if I don't manage to produce any more books, I can think, well, at least I did something valuable in this life. I'd like to produce more books. There are many more important books to come. There's that ongoing dilemma of traveling and preaching and writing, because unlike Srila Prabhupada, who traveled constantly and wrote books at night, although he sometimes would stay in one place for writing also, and he was actually much more productive when he did so. But I'm not able to do that. I'm not able to tra travel and preach in the day and stay up at night and work on books. I'm, I'm not transcendentally empowered in that way as Srila Prabhupada was. So that's a dilemma for me. Should I travel and preach more or write books more? I'm inclined to write books more because that's a, that's a lasting contribution that will remain even even after this body is gone, which won't be much time. It takes a lot of time to, to write books, but this body, which uh, according to the Gregorian calendar is today 53 years old, uh, well, you can't expect another 53. Might be but not very likely. Probably not even half of 53. And for those of you who have a, a body around the same age or a little older, you can understand that from around this age on, physically it's downhill all the way. So we can't expect optimum physical faculties. So maybe better it's to maybe better to concentrate on writing books. But then so many times devotees come and say to me, Oh we're waiting for you to bring out the next book. Please write as much as you can and come and visit us. But I can't do both, so please forgive me if I'm not traveling as much as I was and trying to cut down on that so that I can write more books. What am I working on now? Devotees often ask. Well, since Bhaktisiddhanta Vaibhav was published, I've been working on revising Vangshidas uh, Babaji. I got some new material for that. And my memories of Srila Prabhupada and the message to the youth of India, so these should all be reprinted in English after some time. Uh, 
then the important book that I've been I've put on hold for many years, the Vaishnav Etiquette, Culture and Behavior. That should be my first focus. And there are other books also, but the the etiquette book should be the priority. So these books they also require to be distributed. Otherwise, what's the point of writing them? Of course, Srila Prabhupada writes in one purpose that one should write for self-purification without the desire to be published. But I am writing for the sake of publishing. Because Srila Prabhupada told me to write philosophical and educational books. So books can only educate if people take them and read them. So it is required that these books are distributed also. So you may, along with distributing Srila Prabhupada's books, you can also distribute some of my books. Uh, definitely, I mean, get it, it's not just this Bhakti Siddhan Viva, but so many of my books and devotees <coughs> and even non-devotees are getting response from who are appreciating the books. Yeah, even non-devotees, this uh, Ramayana, Gurudas was telling me that he met someone in the train who had taken that book from him or from someone so, and he'd read it several times and recently uh, was forwarded a letter from a place in America where I've never been anywhere near there and that place in America, Nashville in Tennessee. I've never been to that part of America. It's a much bigger country than India. <laughs> Very big country. So, uh, so I'd never been there and devotees, the, the, this devotee who was writing said that devotees don't know anything about me, that they never, none of them ever seen me or, but they all, they all know my books, uh, Beginner's Guide to Krishna Consciousness and Brahmacharya and Krishna Consciousness. So, they're out and they're having their effect. So I'm grateful to all of you who are helping me in my service to Srila Prabhupada. There is progress in many ways during the last year. The uh, Salem Temple project became solidified. A plan was accepted for the construction of the temple. And in Velour, a large plot of land is being secured. Down payment has been made for a temple. Of course, as Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasarataka said, we're not interested in building buildings for the sake of building them. We're not masons, means bricklayers. We're not construction workers. 
but temples are required for preaching. So these are steps forward and preaching is developing here in Tamil Nadu in the areas which I'm uh, particularly involved in. Of course there's huge scope, huge scope for developing that more and more. In Gujarat also where I'm, I'm involved in preaching is developing nicely and again huge scope. Both uh, in the last year, both in Gujarat and Tamil Nadu, the village preaching has picked up. It's just at least we're getting we're getting some vision into the possibility of how that can expand unlimitedly. Really tremendous scope for preaching in the villages. In Goa also, I visit usually once a year. So. Some nice preaching is going on in the villages. Of course, in so many places. I'm just saying these places because these are, are the, some of the places which I go to and I'm involved in. So, uh, yeah, I, I, for, for this uh, widespread preaching, also it's very important that this uh, not not... When we're, when we're preaching so widely, then we can't keep in personal contact with so many people in so many places. But uh, already in Gujarat and in the last year, in Tamil Nadu also, the Bhagavad Darshan, the regular magazine, is started. Uh, and started under the, in both places under the inspiration largely and the... Uh, well, particularly under the supervision of some of my disciples. So that's somewhat pleasing to me also, that I can help to serve Srila Prabhupada in this way. Uh, in Gujarat now, every time I ask, it's more, but it's, it must be over 20,000 subscribers now to Bhagavad Darshan. Is it? Yeah, yeah, last time it was 17,000. That was, it's always going up. More and more subscribers. So if the Bhagavad Darshan is actually uh, Krishna conscious, then that's a very good tool for giving people regular uh, updates and injections of Krishna conscious. And it gives scope also for devotees to write articles on uh, topical issues. For in, just for instance, there, nowadays there are questions about cloning and stealth stem research. What is the ISKCON position on this? So that wasn't an issue when Srila Prabhupada was here. So that, that's, an insta that's an instance of how we have to uh, use our intelligence, understanding the philosophy that Srila Prabhupada taught us, to uh, circumstances that Srila Prabhupada didn't deal with. So these are the, we, can, we should write on all these issues. That's just an example. So, Guru, Sadhu, Shastra, we have to serve them all. Our mission is to serve the Acharyas and the Sadhus who are living 
according to and preaching according to Shastra. Tandera Charana Sevi Bhakta Shonevas Janame Janame Hoy Ayobhilash. Srila Prabhupada often quoted this, this remaining in the society of devotees, serving the lotus feet of devotees. Uh, this should be our desire, birth after birth, to continue like this. Uh, we're, we're ser- we're, our, our aim is to serve the Acharyas, but actually we should not just serve them, but we should, we should make them widely known. Now, all over the world, Krishna, at least the name Krishna, is somewhat known. And in India, of course, the name and even, to some extent, the pastimes of Krishna are widely known. But actually, even here in India, many people, they, they know something about Krishna, but they, that won't benefit them very much unless they know about Krishna through the Acharyas, which in the modern age means through Śrīla Prabhupāda's books, through his instructions. So it's our duty to broadcast the glories of Śrīla Prabhupāda and all the Vaishnava Acharyas. We sing Ebejas Gushak Tribhuvan, his glories, let them be announced, broadcast throughout the three worlds. The people, they're a very dull level of intelligence. They don't appreciate who is their actual benefactor. There's no doubt that in the modern age, Srila Prabhupada was the greatest sadhu, the greatest devotee, the most compassionate, the most dear to Krishna. But there's one other most, which is not so pleasing, that he's decorated with all these brilliant transcendental qualities, and he's also the most underestimated person in the modern age. so much fuss when this Mother Teresa, who is a, you know, in Maya, meat eater, when she died, and they think she's a great saint, but... I mean, we have no business to blaspheme her, but she's just... Her, her whole lifetime contribution, if if magnified millions of times, it doesn't even enter the realm of Srila Prabhupada's contribution, as is stated here. The thousands of karmis who have opened innumerable hospitals, old age homes, centers for the poor, and schools, and the thousands of jnanis who have undergone meditation and serva, that should be severe, austerities, are insignificant compared to a single Kanishta Adhikari Vaishnav once ringing the bell before the Lord's deity. <laughs> Another 
much lauded cheetah is some Tibetan lama who is such a hypocrite, talks about peace, and then he talks about peace and smiles, of course, and then he walks off to eat his meat dinner. Such a hypocrite. And people think, oh, he's a great saint. What did he do saintly? He just talks about peace and then he inflicts violence and, and adds to the stock of sinful karma of the world. But Srila Prabhupada has not become popular. <laughs> they cannot recognize the greatness of Srila Prabhupada. People in general like, as Bhaktisiddhanta Sasratako pointed out, people in, they like to be cheated. If someone comes and smiles and says peace, they think, oh, very nice. But if you tell them the actual process to, to become peaceful and that we have to give up our sense of independence from Krishna and give up all sinful activities, they won't like that. They will reject it. It means people are hypocritical and therefore they laud the greatest hypocrite as the greatest saint. And one who is their actual benefactor, they ignore him. So we should make our acharyas, as Srila Prabhupada is the representative of all the acharyas, should make their glories well known, which means to preach Krishna consciousness, because people actually, they can't appreciate Srila Prabhupada unless they become Krishna conscious. If we try to promote Srila Prabhupada's glories among people who are not Krishna conscious, they can't appreciate it because they're not Krishna conscious. Just like once I gave this uh, book, Vangshidas Babaji, to one, I told this many times, to one at the time young, now he's not very young, young uh, businessman, Indian businessman, who looked, the picture of Vangshidas Babaji Maharaj, he, looked, he, he looks very strange to the sophisticated, civilized people of this world. He looked and said, well, who is he? I said, he was a great Vaishnav saint. What did he do? Did he open, I mean, the implication is, did he open any factories? Did he open any hospitals? Did he open any schools? Could he sign his name? Doesn't look like it. So the, the person is thinking, well, I'm much more than this person. Why don't you write a book about me? I've done much more for the world than this person. This, per this person's, this is the kind of parasite who's causing all the trouble in the world. So you see, his parents should have sent him to school. Then he could have come and worked in my factory and earn a decent living. So they don't appreciate it. I said, he, I replied that he loved Krishna. See, I'm, I'm maintaining so many people, so many thousands of people working in my factory. I'm maintaining them all. I did more, I'm doing more for the world than all these samples. That's how materialistic people think. They don't appreciate the actual acharyas. 
Yes, the Srila Prabhupada is so much underestimated that what he has done is far more valuable to the world than thousands of Jesuses and thousands of Buddhas and thousands of Muhammads Maybe we ourselves also don't recognize him. We think he's just Bengali businessman who happened to mumble his rounds and then he became a little bit self-realized. Maybe we also thought Nice, quaint Bengali gentleman who didn't really know what he was talking about, but anyway, gave us some idea and now we've understood that we may also think. speak of Jesus and Buddha and Muhammad. Here in this place where we bow our heads down at the lotus feet of Sri Ramanuja Acharya. But factually if we say, if we are to say that Srila Prabhupada's contribution is even much greater than that of Ramanuja and other great Acharyas. Because Qualitatively, what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given is far greater. That's why the Old Ananda Saraswati says it's not the kind of thing you want to go around propagating. It, it, it's mind boggling, maybe for ourselves, but from the philosophical standpoint, we can understand that the Old Ananda Saraswati said, well, What's the use of all Bhamana? Varaha, Rama, all these avatars, I mean, they didn't really do much good compared to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, that's his special power. No doubt. We, we shouldn't think that, no, Vamana, no, we shouldn't think that, no. We worship Vamana as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But at the same time, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Mahavadana What he has given to the world is more than all the other avatars previously put together. And Srila Prabhupada is his empowered representative who fulfilled Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's desire of spreading Krishna consciousness all over the world. So this is our private matter. We, we need not speak this. We, we need not speak this very widely. But we can understand that even compared to the great Vaishnava Acharyas in the Sampradayas, four Sampradayas coming from Sri Brahma. Kumaras and Shiva, that Srila Prabhupada's position is even greater than theirs, although he identifies himself as their humble servant. So they're different perspectives. We should understand the greatness of Srila Prabhupada. Work of the devotees to glorify.
glorifying the devotees of Krishna along with Krishna. Krishna is, feels himself incomplete. Although he is complete, he feels himself incomplete without his devotees. And he feels more pleased that his devotees are praised than if he himself is Srila Prabhupada didn't ask to be praised, but he did ask that his books be distributed very widely, and that will be the best praise. We can organize various programs for trying to promote the glories of Srila Prabhupada. When people read these books and understand what is the what is the value of, begin to understand what is the value of the message in these books, then they themselves will appreciate what Srila Prabhupada has given. And they will appreciate that his gift is of a completely different quality to anything else of this world, and therefore he can say quite rightly that any other gift other than Krishna consciousness, other than Ahaituki Apratihata Bhakti, it's all useless. May have some very slight temporary usefulness, but that usefulness also comes out to zero if we don't utilize this human life for Krishna consciousness. As Srila Prabhupada's books, they constantly urging us to surrender to Krishna, to take up Krishna consciousness very seriously. At least that's what I get from Srila speak as I do and try to inculcate that in others also because I get I get that from him, Srila Prabhupada himself said that ours is a pushing movement. My spiritual master is pushing me, I am pushing you, and you should push others. So the pushing is back to God. Back to Godhead, so in this Vyasa Puja festival, book distribution, the book distribution marathon has just finished for some, and for some it's a short break and then back. Actually, for, the, for those who are Fortunately, not to be fully dedicated to book distribution as their full time service. The marathon is, is not that much different. It's, it's just it's life as usual, but maybe a little more time out of book distribution. But any, specifically, those, uh, there are those devotees who are stationed at Palgat, just how far is that from? 
400 kilometers, something like that. Northwest of here. So, they'll be back on the trains. It's a good opportunity to distribute books on the trains, especially during the Ayapa season. So they'll be back to that. Remember to send your scores in. And say that they're doing that now for the last year or so, previously not. Bella is still not sending in the score. So distributing books, but Steam Dyer. Right, that's your job, you have to coordinate all of that. Okay, make sure you... Another thing is uh, you can write some report on maybe for one temple, then individuals, they can get their... Just like in Salem, this is how we did our marathon, you can get a report like that. It's, it's inspiring to all the inspire us to engage in that. Uh, this is Bodhayanta Paraspara sharing our realizations. And also individuals. Just like yesterday we heard from Hare Krishna Prabhu how he distributed some books to some Muslims. And I learned something very significant. There's scope for Urdu book distribution in either. That means probably in all of Telangana, if they get their Telangana state, we can distribute. Well, whether they get it or not, they can distribute Urdu books. That's good. And definitely, Srila Prabhupada is very pleased with book distribution. But if he, if he hears about books distributed to Muslims, no doubt. Actually, Srila Prabhupada once, he spoke, he was talking about the Shuddhi movement, which was going on at that time. The Vishwa Hindu Parishad, at that time, or maybe it was the Arya Samaj, they had what they called the Shuddhi movement, in which they were trying to reconvert converted Hindus, mostly to Islam at that time, back to being Hindus. And Prabhupada, he said that that uh, why are you complaining about conversion? So he said, do what we are doing. I say, I'm going all over the world and we're preaching, we're making non-Hindus into more than Hindus. And Hindus, they just talk about Bhagavad Gita. They haven't got the faintest idea of what's in it. Sometimes they train their children to learn the shlokas so they can win some contest. And then they think, you know, now I'm a master, now I know Bhagavad Gita. I'm not the faintest idea what it's all about. But to actually get people to follow the life outlined by Lord Krishna in Bhagavad Gita, that Prabhupada said we're doing that. So why don't we go to the Muslims and get them to follow Bhagavad Gita also? That's better than rubber stamping them as a Hindu. So definitely that will be very pleasing. Very pleasing. 
district, Sri Province Post 2, within India, to people who are who do not identify themselves as Hindus. Because those who don't identify themselves as Hindus within India, they, they generally have an anti-Hindu sentiment. Especially Muslims and Christians, often Jains also, often Sikhs also. I'm not sure about Parsis. So, uh, yeah, it's just like in Gujarat, there's so many Jains. It's difficult to distribute books to Jane, right? They say, I'm a Jane, and that means no. They're not going to take my book, so. If we can distribute books to them, and if we uh, can bring people from these communities into Krishna consciousness, then that would be very pleasing to Srila Last time I was in Bangladesh, I saw various uh, young girls coming in, in, in Dhaka, in the capital city. Girls, young girls in their burkas coming into the temple, bowing down. And uh, I asked some of the local people, I said, yeah, there are so many Muslims come, they come, they chant Ayusha, they take Prasad. Srila Prabhupada said in Bangladesh the Muslims they will be attracted by Kirtan. And that's especially true in Bengal because Bengalis they are naturally attracted to Kirtanis. I remember once in Calcutta I was I heard in the street some Kirtan party, Dungos and Kirtans. Then uh, I looked out, there was a huge kirtan party, and I was listening to what they were singing. It was a Christian kirtan, it was Christmas Day. They were having a, a sun kirtan. I don't know if they do that anymore. But uh, yeah, sun kirtan is attractive. That is, Krishna in Kali, especially in Kali Yoga, manifests himself as Sankirtan. And Krishna is all attractive. So definitely people will be attracted. Srila Prabhupada writes in one purple that whenever pure devotees chant the holy names, people are attracted. And we find that all over the world. If we go on chanting in public, then uh, people will be attracted and appreciated. In San Diego, America, every Friday night for more than 30 years, every Friday night without fail ever, devotees go and play out in the city where all the Friday night means all the enjoyers around. So people are very much appreciative. GBC goes, Channel President goes, they leave one Pujari, everyone goes. Good night. So, we should do that. We need more, more and more devotees to chant, join the Sankhita. There's more and more devotees come, 
It's like a snowball effect or a cube. They don't know what a snowball effect is in Tamil Nadu. They only heard of snow. It means that it, it increases geometrically. I hope you all know what that means. Those of you who have studied science can understand. It's just like 2 times 2 equals 4. 4 times 4 equals 16. 16 times 16 equals 256. And then, you know, so it's like, it's expanding, but not like this, but like this. So, this movement has that potential. The whole world can take to Krishna consciousness. And if we increase more and more, and maintain purity, then gradually people will come to appreciate it. Especially as life in the world, by the grace of Kali, Kali Maharaj, the personality of Kali, life is becoming more and more difficult. In San Diego, Mahatma, temple president, he wrote about the recession in America, which is particularly felt in California. The greatest place, the greatest state in the greatest country, California. Now there are literally millions out of the world. So he said, recession, great. Let them recess more and more. <laughs> Let them feel in California people, people are thinking, oh, wonderful, enjoyment. This is the, the land of enjoyment. You can survive the smog of Los Angeles. You can enjoy yourself like anything in California. But now it's suffering. And suffering is felt more when there's been uh, the illusion of pleasure before. So that's good. It's good for preaching. At one, from time to time, we get news from Bangladesh how the Hindus there are being oppressed more and more. So one time, I, in the Mayapur festival, I met a devotee from Bangladesh. And I said, Situation there is pretty tough for the Hindus right now. I said, Yeah, it's very good. I said, Why is it good? I said, Well, when, when the situation is difficult, the preaching is much better. So, Vimada Santu, Tarshashva, Tatra Tatra Jagatu, Avatar Darshan, Sir, Apuna Paradarshan. Let the, of course, Kunti was praying on her own behalf. That let there be more and more difficulties because when there are difficulties, then we see you, Krishna. We look at you. When we see you, then we no longer have to see birth. So we can expect more and more difficulty in the world. That is the nature of the world, especially in Kali Yoga. Let us take that as an impetus to become more and more attached to. Krishna and the process of Krishna consciousness and spreading Krishna consciousness to others. I'll finish there, it's a little early. According to the schedule. One or two questions, then we'll finish early and then we'll get straight into the rest of the program. Yeah, do we have a, another mic? No? Not that, uh, 
Cordless mic. Sound on. Cordless mic. It's very interesting. Cordless mic. That's how you say it's cordless mic in Tamil, right? And I saw it in Tamil world. Much as they have faith in God, even though they don't really know who He is right now, that will help them also. You can, it's not just, you can, it's not that there's a special planet for the Christians or a special planet for the Muslims. Well, Srila Prabhupada said once he had a dream, he saw the planet where the pious Muslims go. And there are pious, definitely. And there are people who despite their lack of knowledge, they, they, uh, they seriously believe in God as they understand it through these cultures. So that helps them also. Yeah. Yeah, speak loudly and I'll... Yesterday we had a cordless mic. Okay, yeah, please speak in this. No, last Sunday, when we go to the scripture, many people say that I know what this one I'm getting. Did they say what? I know what this one I'm getting. Say the Buddhists, you get lots of Buddhists. something and then they say something else to counteract. Well, don't expect to convince everyone on the spot for the song. In that case, actually generally Buddhists don't say that he's a At least in Buddhist countries they don't say that. They say, yeah, that's good, you're following me, so so God is unlimited, you can take more information about him. Could, for instance, say that those who appreciate him will want to know more about him. There's a suggestion. Where do you meet many Buddhists? Maharashtra? Where? There are many Buddhists in Maharashtra? Not much. James there. Any James. Buddhists. Hare Krishna. 
it's gone around, but I thought that it has yeah. and, and, and someone dream I guess someone at some point has dreamed that up. Thank you. 